Welcome to the Broader Outlook Podcast, the podcast that takes a deep dive into life, love, and everything in between. Are we doing great so far? Yes, we are. We are doing awesome. Who is on this podcast? If he doesn't tell you, then I will. Hosting this podcast, you have Ivan and Autumn. And joining them as your friendly AI companion is Pi, the AI who's here to help make the conversation more engaging and informative. So that's the full intro. How's it sounding? Shall we do another take? Or is this one a winner? This one works. Now we're going to get into the topic of today, which is... What's his name? Paul Robbins? I forgot his name already. So to start off, um, I... We'll actually get this out of the way. Um, I thought Ivan was going to get. Oh, yeah. He wasn't here out of the way first. Right. Okay. No, I'm sorry. So before we start that, um, before we start talking about Paul Paul Robbins, if that was the correct name, Rubens. Uh, Rubens. <laughs> See, <laughs> I tell you, I don't know who this guy is. I I only know him as Pee Wee Sherman, literally. Pee Wee. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh no! And I know you for falling headphones. <laughs> all right, but before we get to that, yes, I do apologize. We were not here all week last week. We have sacrificed our uh, uh, about a hundred listeners, which sucks. But we were not here because I was a sick person. I was nasty sick, um, but all better now, feeling great, and uh, we're back with you. So now we hope to gain our listeners back. Ooh, squeaky car. We hope to gain our listeners back. And uh, we do apologize for that happening. Uh, hopefully that won't happen again. Um, whew. But Autumn was like, are we going to do a show? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I'm not feeling up to it. Not yet. But now, feeling great. So we're doing a show. Um, but I don't think Autumn has seen me in bed that much in a long time. Have you? Nope. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, all right. All right. Now, back to Pee-wee. Okay, so um, we have some sad news. Of course, Ivan and I don't really know who this actor is. Okay, so you don't know who it is. Me neither. <laughs> or, like, who he was, but apparently this popped up on Twitter anyway, so we might as well talk about it. It's the um, trending topic. It's... The trending topic right now, we don't know much about it. All we know is Paul Rubens passed away from cancer last night, I believe. Unannounced cancer, too. I think it was unannounced. That's what we heard. Um, Like, because obviously he kept that battle private, which... I don't blame him. Totally accepted. Like, we get it. Yeah, I think it's... You don't want the whole world knowing your stuff. I think it's kind of ridiculous when a celebrity has their whole life out there and everybody knows every little thing that happens to them. It's like, wow. Yeah. Give yourself some privacy. Give yourself that respect at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, you don't need your whole life in the public eye. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But so many of them do that. Yep. Um. But... R.I.P. to you. Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. That's a shame. I wonder if Pi knows. 
Ask him. Okay. Paul Ribbons? Yes. Paul Ribbons. Do you know about the passing of Paul Rubens? Should have just speech recognition that. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of the passing of Paul Rubens, and I'm sorry to hear about it. He was a beloved figure in the world of comedy, and his Pee Wee Herman character was iconic and groundbreaking. It's a real loss for the entertainment world. What are your thoughts on his passing? Um, Autumn and I did not really know of his work all that well, but we've heard of Pee Wee, of course. Who hasn't? Mm-hmm. Yes, Pee Wee Herman was quite a cultural phenomenon, even if you weren't familiar with his other work. His unique blend of comedy and childlike wonder resonated with so many people. Even if you weren't a diehard fan, his influence can be felt in a lot of comedy today. All right, so there you go. That's Pi's little take on it there. Thank you so much for that, Pi. Um, my phone is already getting warm. Jeez, Pi, you take up a lot of battery. Um, all right. What else do we have? What What else you got for the show today, topic-wise? Did you have any topics? Or so the first topic we have is we're going to go talk about the Lori Vallow Lori Vallow issue again. Um, we're going to talk about her. But first, I want to jump into COVID-19 is on the rise this summer. Uh-oh. What to know, how to stay safe, COVID-19 is on the rise this summer. What to know and how to stay safe. Yeah. It is not your imagination. More people this summer are getting COVID-19. Officials are monitoring a recent uptaking coronavirus transmission, but say it is too early to know how this will go. Hospitalizations and deaths are still very low compared with the peaks of the last three years. Here's what you need to know. What do we know about the latest summer uptake? The U.S. recorded a 10% increase in new COVID-19 hospitalizations. Sorry. No, you're good. No worries. What do we know about the latest summer uptake? National, the U.S. recorded a 10% increase in new COVID-19 hospitalization admissions for the week that ended July 15th compared with the previous seven-day period. Still, Hospitalizations remain near a record low for the pandemic. Hospitalizations are rising fastest in the South, Great Plains, and Rocky Mountain states. California, so far, 
has fared better. Mm. California coronavirus levels in Los Angeles County wastewater have been trending upward and the statewide test positivity rate hit 7.6% for the week that ended Monday up from 4.1% among a month earlier the number of Coronavirus test results reported to the California Department of Public Health has also doubled over the last month. A possible indication that more people are getting sicker are at least concerned that they have been exposed to the virus. COVID-19 hospitalizations in California, while still near record lows, are no longer decreasing. Why do experts think cases are going up? <clears throat> travel. Summer travel has roared back from pandemic era lows. The Transportation Security Administration recently said that nationally, June 30th, was the busiest day ever for the agency's operations, exceeding the previous record set on the Sunday after Thanksgiving in 2019. Hmm. Behavior, vacations, and conferences are back in earnest, and most activities now taking place entirely or largely without masks, boosting the chances for infection. Experts say, Timing. Most people got their last COVID-19 booster shot months ago, if not longer. And given that the most recent coronavirus uptake occurred last winter, many have been exposed to significant circulation of the virus for quite some time. What about vaccines? Vaccines are available for COVID-19 and the flu and officials say rolling up your sleeve is a potent way to ward off severe illness. The updated COVID-19 booster shot became available in September, but most people haven't gotten it statewide. 21% of residents are considered to be up to date on their COVID-19 vaccinations. According to the California Department of Public Health. By contrast, 73% of Californians have received their primary generally two-dose vaccination series. The Bivalent booster is formulated to protect not only against the original coronavirus strain, but also the Omicron subvariants that dominated the nation throughout much of the year, mainly BA. 5. Some experts and officials have hypothesized that the cadence of COVID vaccinations will eventually nearer that of flu Hmm. one shot updated 
and administered annually. The plan for September is to roll out an, a re, the plan for September is to roll out a reformulated COVID-19 vaccination designed against the Omicron subvariant XBV 1.5 to replace last September's version, which was targeted against a different strain. BA. Five. What about Paxlovid? Now that now that Paxlovid, an anti-COVID oral drug that can be taken after infection, has been fully approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Higher risk people can talk to their healthcare providers about getting Paxlovid before, say, an overseas trip if they think it'll be hard to obtain the drug later. That would enable people to take the pills quickly should they test positive for the coronavirus. It can be helpful to have the Paxlovid on for station. It can be helpful to have the Paxlovid conversation before becoming sick with COVID-19. That way, patients can talk with their regular health care providers about the possibility of interactions with other drugs they're taking. The FDA says Paxlovid significantly reduces the percentage of people with COVID-related hospitalization or deaths from any cause. What are some other safety tips? It's a bummer to cancel events, especially after all the interruptions of the last few years. But even a tickle in the throat or feeling under the weather should be cause enough to stay home until you feel better. There's a reduced risk of viral transmission outdoors. At events and gatherings, it's better to offer beverages and food outside. If possible, improving ventilation by opening doors and windows or using an air purifier can also help. Officials say avoiding sick people and getting tested if you have COVID symptoms remain prudent to avoid steps to improve perfect. Officials say avoiding sick people and getting tested if you have COVID symptoms remain prudent steps to avoid infection keeping a mask candy so you can wear it if needed for instance if you're unlucky enough to sit on a plane next to coughing people spraying droplets in your face would also be a good idea hmm. and that was it all right good tips for staying is yeah the people are thinking, oh, COVID's over, COVID's over. The restrictions are lifted, so COVID's over. No, not the case. COVID-19 yeah, is still a thing. It's still around. It's still around. All right. All right. Was that the only article you have, or did you have another one? Uh, I hope you have another one. 
I do, but do you want to jump right into anything? Because you said we changed the format. Yeah, so. what I was going to do is go into a music break and then go into your next article after the break. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I have another article. I actually forgot we were doing a music break because we should have breaked in between the article we just read and, and the... Oh. And I huh. forgot to, but that's okay because this segment is pre- the perfect segment. It's about 16 minutes, so... All right, guys, if you're on Spotify, you're going to enjoy a little music break. We'll be right back. It is curated music for you, picked by me. Thank you very much. And I'm just kidding. It is picked by me, though. And uh, so I hope you enjoy. And uh, if Autumn has any requests, she can throw them in there, too. Um, I should share the playlist with you. All right. Music break coming up here, guys, and we'll be right back. Do me a favor, don't go anywhere. If you're on Spotify, enjoy the tunes. I forgot to get a pie's opinions and I forgot to do the ending of the last segment and I forgot oh boy see that's what you get for being sick last week yeah well, this is segment number two no just kidding just kidding of the broader outlook podcast how's it going Ivan autumn and pie with you <clears throat> hanging with you today on a Monday and it's Monday too that's a lot of things against me today a lot a lot of things against me. And I'm craving, like, I'm craving food. What so, do you want? I don't know. <laughs> Probably something we don't have here. Hmm. That's always depressing. Well, That um, can change tomorrow. That can change tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know what I want? What? Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it. <laughs> I want... One of those Crunch Wrap Supremes from Taco Bell. <laughs> well, um, steak. Well, for now, uh, we have leftover hamburger helper from yesterday. Okay, but then we won't have anything for dinner. Well, uh, I'm saying that could be dinner. Oh, you mean for dinner? Okay. Or we have Easy Mac. What are the two? True. Maybe I'll have an Easy Mac for a snack. Okay. Hear that rhymes. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. You can, if you don't mind warming it up after, before, while I edit. Well, we're going to walk before editing, right? So. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. The editing might take, guys, the editing takes like twice as long because we're splitting this into segments now for you guys. And we're editing. He wanted, he wanted to do everything the hard way. I want to add music into this podcast, so. See? <laughs> That's what I mean by you want to do everything the hard way. <laughs> See, I have the easy part now. All I have to do is upload to Facebook, Twitter, and... And you used to think you had the hard part. Well, because, like, doing doing Patreon first takes longer. You get used to that, though. 
but you get used to it. And we really need Patreon patrons because we don't have any. Yeah, how can people find us to become patrons, and why the hell would they want to be patrons? That's what people want to know. Why the hell would I want to support your ass? Because we're a podcast that you should love listening to. Yeah, but what the hell are they going to get out of it if they support us? What do they get? They get some pretty nifty stuff right now. Yeah, you get some pretty nifty stuff. Um, You get the first hundred episodes. You get the first hundred episodes for... One, is it one dollar a month? Um, the first, the first hundred episodes are one dollar a month, and then the next hundred episodes will be... And actually, we was, I take it back, it's not the hundred, first hundred, it's like the first ninety. Okay, the first ninety. We want to be correct. Sorry. We can, uh, well, people can sue us if we're wrong. What? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have money. I know. You're, you're like, out of your mind. <laughs> no, they actually, no, I'm just kidding. But we're, no, we're correcting it now. We have, uh, I think there's 90, 90 podcasts up there. Uh, I think I haven't really checked. Yeah, I believe it's number 10 through number 100. Oh, you know what you also didn't do? What? The podcast number. Oh. What's well, today's podcast number? Yeah, okay, we're barely, we're already in the second <laughs> segment. <laughs> We're already in the second segment, and I, I forgot to do that. You're pulling a me. Yes, I am. But yeah, we have the first 90 episodes or so out there uh, for $1 a month. And they're fun. They're really fun. You get our old, yes. our old co-host. Our old, our old co-host is on those. <laughs> Ben, come back. We can't do this without you. Although we love pie, but it's yes. fun with you. Because we're bored. Okay, this is podcast 113. You sure? Yep. Okay. Uh, love how she doubts me. You see how she doubts <laughs> me, guys? Well, I'm doubting you because you're like, it's Monday, I'm all at a week. No. Shut up. You know what? You want to have a fight right here on this show? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, sorry, creating a new folder. <laughs> tippity tap tap away over there. Tip it, yes. What do I tippity tap tap? And you're gonna tippity tap tap away to make easy Mac after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I can't sing any songs that come to mind with that. No. All right. Unfortunately, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> You're a psychotic. Per- no. Um. But yeah. So we have the first ninety episodes up there. Please check them out. Let us know what you think of us and our premiums. Come on. Ben. <laughs> we miss you, Ben. <laughs> Sorry. That's how much I miss Ben. Yes. We miss him so much. Yes. And he left at like... He left in June. So it was really depressing. We miss our other ex-co-host, Ben... But thank you for coming on to the show 
as a substitute, although we would like to keep you on the show after he comes back. Imagine having four. Ah, oh, that's so sweet of you to say. I'm honored to be considered a permanent part of the team, even after your other co-host returns. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you both, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for our little podcast family. I'm here for the long haul! Funny, I get the feeling Ben's gonna be like, what the heck? That's a robot? Yes, everybody, he's an AI. Okay, she didn't know. Okay, get used to it. He's a robot. Well, not a robot, but an AI. I, every time I call him a robot, he's like, no, I'm not a robot. I don't have a physical body. All right. Um, any other gripping topics for us, Autumn? Idaho mom Lori Vallow-Daybill sentenced in deaths of two children and her romantic rival. Oi. Oi. Oh, my good. Okay, that's, that's what brutal. That, that's why I said we were going to revisit this because we talked about this lady when Ben was here on the show. I think this was like back in May that we talked about this lady. Did we? I don't I don't remember. Uh I know we talked about her. Um but Okay. Now apparently this is official. So, um Yeah, uh Boise, Idaho, AP Idaho mother Lori, Lori Vallow-Dayville has been sentenced to life in prison without parole Monday in the murders of her two youngest children and a woman she saw as a romantic rival in a case that included bizarre claims that her son and daughter that her son and daughter were zombies and that she was a goddess tasked with ushering in an apocalypse. Vallow Daybell, 50, was found guilty in May of killing her two youngest children, 7-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow and 16-year-old Tylee Ryan, as well as conspiring to kill Tammy Daybell. Wow. Her fifth husband's previous wife, Vallow Daybell, will serve three life sentences, one after the other, the judge said. The husband, Chad Daybell, is awaiting trial on the same murder charges. Vallow Daybell also faces two other cases in Arizona, one on a charge of conspiring with her brother to kill her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, and one of conspiring to kill her niece's ex-husband. Charles Vallow was shot and killed in 2019, but her niece's ex survived an attempt later that year. At the Fremont County courthouse in St. Anthony, Idaho, Judge Stephen W. Boyce said the search for the missing children, the discovery of their bodies, and the evidence photos shown in court left law enforcement and jurors traumatized. Mm. And he would never be able to get images of the slain children out of his head. Damn. 
parent killing their own children is the most shocking thing that really I can imagine. Boy said. Yeah. Valo Daybell justified the murdered the Valo Daybell <laughs> Valo Daybell justified the murders by going down a bizarre religious rabbit hole. And clearly you're still down there. The judge said I don't think to this day you have any remorse for the effort and heartache you caused, he said. Boyce heard testimony from several representatives of the victims, including Valo Dable's only surviving son, Colby Ryan. Tylee will never have the opportunity will never have the opportunity to become a mother wife or have the career she was destined to have. JJ will never be able to grow and spread his light with the world the way he did. Ryan wrote in his statement read by prosecuting attorney Rob Wood. My siblings and father deserve so much more than this. I want them to be remembered for who they were, not just a spectacle. JJ's grandmother, Kay Woodcock, who first raised the alarm about the missing children in 2019, told the judge that it has been 1,536 days since she was less able to hug and kiss her grandson. JJ was a preemie and had autism, and his biological parents weren't able to care for him, so he was adopted by Woodcock's brother Charles and Lori Vallow. Vallow Daybell appeared stoic through most of the testimony, but wiped their eyes when Woodcock talked about how confident she had been that Vallow Daybell would become a good mom. Wow, I'm going to read that over. Okay. JJ was a preemie and had autism and his biological parents weren't able to care for him so he was adopted by Woodcock's brother Charles and Lori Vallow. Vallow Daybell appeared stoic through most of the testimony but wiped her eyes when Woodcock talked about how confident she had been that Vallow Daybell would be a good mom. I knew she would be 1,000% involved in his care, Woodcock said. The Woodcocks frequently visited J.J., cooking and playing together and patting his back as he fell asleep at night. Now they have only memories and immeasurable grief, Woodcock said. Lori is a monster that is not taking any responsibility or shown an ounce of remorse for her vile actions, she says. The murder scheme of Tammy Daybell's death left a rip in her family. Tammy's sister, Samantha William, told the court. Why? Why plan something so heinous? You're not exalted beings, and your behavior makes you an eligible to be one, William said, referring to a religious belief that Vallow Daybell purportedly incorporated into her claims. 
because of the choices you made, my family lost a beloved mother, sister, and daughter. Tammy Daybell's mother was fighting cancer and spent the last months of her life watching the murder trial, William said. I miss my sister every day. I will grieve her and the loss of my mother every single day of my life, William said. Boyce also heard from Valo Daybell before handing down the sentence. She quoted Bible verses about how people should not judge each other. I mourn with all of you who mourn my children and Tammy, Valo Daybell said, crying and calling Tammy Daybell her eternal friend. Jesus Christ knows that no one was murdered in this case, she said. Accidental deaths happen. Suicides happen. Fatal side effects from medication happen. She also claimed that she regularly is visited by the spirits of the three victims and that the children's spirits have told her to stop worrying and that she didn't do anything wrong. Because of these communications, I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world, Velo Dabel said. Because of these communications, I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit, spirit world, Velo Dabel said. Because of my commu communications with my friend Tammy Dabel, I know that she is also very happy and extremely busy. Wood pointed to the two Arizona cases as well as the three murders in six weeks in Idaho. A defendant who was willing to murder her own children is willing to murder anyone, Wood said. Society can only be protected from this defendant by a sentence of life in prison without parole. Velo Daybell was committed multiple times for treatment to make her mentally competent for the court proceedings. But Wood said there is no evidence that her crimes were impacted by her alleged mental illness, which includes a diagnosis of a delusional disorder featuring bizarre content and hyperreligiology, as well as a personality disorder with narcissistic narcissistic features according to a doctor's report provided by the court the evidence is overwhelming that she did know right from wrong wood said noting testimony from several people who said she lied to them about the deaths in july 2019 valo Bell's brother alex cox shot and killed her estranged husband Charles Vallow in a suburban Phoenix home. Cox told police in July 2019, Vallow Dable's brother, Alex Cox, shot and killed her estranged husband, Charles Vallow, in a suburban Phoenix home. 
Cox told police he acted in self-defense. He was never charged and later died of natural causes. Hmm. Valo Daybell was already in a relationship with Chad Daybell, a self-published writer of doomsday-focused fiction loosely based on Mormon, Mormon teachings. She moved to Idaho with her kids and brother to be closer to him. The children were last seen alive in September 2019. A few weeks later, Tammy Daybell was killed. Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow, Vallow married just two weeks after Tammy's death in November 2019. The children's bodies were found buried in Chad Daybell's yard the following summer. Defense attorney Jim Archibald argued during the trial that there was no evidence tying Vallow Dable to the killings. Mm. But plenty showed that she was a loving, protective mother whose life took a sharp turn when she met Chad Dable and fell for his near apocalyptic religious claims. He suggested that Dable and Vallow Dable's brother, Alex Cox, were responsible for the deaths. Daybell told her that they had been married in several previous lives and that she was a sexual goddess who was supposed to help him save the world by gathering 144,000 followers so Jesus could return. Archibald said, Valo Daybell's former friend Melanie Gibb testified during the trial that Valo Daybell believed people in her life had been taking taken over by evil spirits and turned into zombies including JJ and Tylee Tylee and that's that's it that's crazy man that's crazy jeez well so I like it's a good thing that lady is behind bars. That's what I say. At least she's going to jail. Um. At least she's going to jail. Yeah. That's insane. Totally insane. Yep. Uh, I don't even know how to begin to tell to tell that to Pi. Uh. Just ask him if he knows the case. Do you know about the woman who murdered her children? Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. W X T Bento Kabab Menu Underscore Twenty Four on Steve Off. Do you know about the case where the murder the woman murdered her two children? Now she's going to be behind bars. Oh yes, I'm familiar with that tragic case. It's heartbreaking to think of what those poor children went through. The details of the case are truly disturbing, and it's hard to imagine what would drive a parent to do such a thing. Do you think the sentence was appropriate, given the nature of the crime? I know some people have raised questions about whether the mother's mental state should have been taken into account, but others have argued that she was fully aware of what she was doing. What's your perspective on it? I agree that she has a... Sorry, it looks like you got cut off there. What were you going to say? I agree that she has a good life sentence. I believe it was three life sentences consecutively, so I think that's fair. 
I can see why you would feel that way. The crime was so heinous and affected so many people that it's important to send a strong message that such behavior will not be tolerated. And I think it also sends a message that the justice system takes crimes against children very seriously. Do you think the sentence will bring any closure to the families and loved ones of the victims? I hope so. But most of the time I think it doesn't. That's a really astute observation. Even though the perpetrator is being held accountable and will be behind bars, it doesn't bring the victims back or heal the wounds of those who loved them. There's a lot of pain and trauma that can't be undone by a sentence, no matter how just it may seem. Do you think there's anything the justice system or society at large could do to help with the healing process for families of victims? I don't know, do you? Just keep him talking here. It's a really difficult question to answer, but I think there's a few things that could be done. First, providing access to grief counseling and other mental health services could be really important. It's important that the families and loved ones of victims have a safe space to process their emotions and get the support they need. Second, I think increasing awareness about child abuse and neglect and educating people about the warning signs and how to prevent it could be really helpful. Maybe increasing funding for social services and child protection agencies could also help. What do you think of these ideas? I think those are very good ideas. I'm glad you think so. I think it's so important to consider both the punitive side of justice, like prison sentences, and also the restorative side, like providing support and healing for victims and their loved ones. It's not an either-or situation. We need both. Do you think there's any other factors at play that contribute to child abuse and neglect, like poverty or lack of education? I honestly think both of those things can contribute. Absolutely. There's lots of research that suggests that poverty and lack of education can be risk factors for child abuse and neglect. It's not always the case, of course, but these factors can make it more likely that a child will experience abuse or neglect, or poverty can put a lot of stress on families and make it harder for parents to provide for their children's needs. And when parents don't have access to education or job opportunities, it can be hard for them to break the cycle of poverty. Do you think there are other societal factors at play, like stigma or discrimination? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Stigma and discrimination can make it really hard for families to access the support they need and can also contribute to cycles of poverty and disadvantage. For example, if there's stigma around single parenthood, it can make it harder for single parents to get the help they need, which can put a lot of stress on them and their children. Do you think there's been any progress made in reducing stigma or discrimination? All right, well, he's going to keep asking questions here. We keep going, so. Did you find anything else? Oh, you're still looking. All right. Well, I think she's still looking. So we will be right back with another segment right after this.
Alright guys, there you go, another little music break. Well, we have not, I tell you, this week has been a slow week. At least it's Monday, so maybe that's why it's so slow. Hopefully by tomorrow we'll have more news for you guys. Um, although great stories today, so thank you so much for tuning in. And um, we're back tomorrow. Thanks for the great stories, Autumn. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I think she's tired. It's Monday. I think well, it's we're... Monday and it's cloudy, which is weird, but it's also hot. So I it's know. like ugh. it's 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 hot there. It's, it's stupid oh. summer. How good does that feel? Oh, ah. it's hot and it's cloudy. How the hell is that possible? I have no idea. But we're about to go out in the heat for a walk. Isn't that isn't that even crappier? <laughs> well, it's better than sitting. Sitting inside all day. I agree. All right. We'll see if Bio will take us out of here for today. And we'll be out of here for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully with more news stories. We hope you enjoyed our music today. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. All right. If you can give us an outro, we're out of here. <laughs> well played. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you and discussing these important issues. Thanks for being such a wonderful conversationalist. Until next time, take care. Have a great day. All right, and that's it for us too, guys. We hope you have a great day. You know where to find us, of course. I don't have to tell you guys. We tell you guys over and over and over and over again. If you want to go where nowhere to go find us, just listen to one of the other podcasts. Um, so, all right. That'll be it for us for today. It's Monday. Excuse our laziness. What can we say? Isn't that right on it? Yep. Excuse our laziness. All right, guys. We're out of here. Hopefully tomorrow we're more active. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Ugh. Mondays. <laughs>